everybody. Hey, welcome back to Vida by Design. My name is Caesar, And my name is Hector Prado. And this is episode eight, Money Mindset. Yes. Super excited to talk about this topic just because... Talk about this topic. Uh, just because uh, I know it's a very taboo topic. Um, and not a lot of people... <laughs> It's the fourth time that it's a topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, not a lot of people are comfortable talking when uh, about the money um, area when it comes to finances and things like that. So, yeah. Well, not just in finances in general. It's very hard for people to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to do off a little bit into that. So I'm yeah. actually excited about it. All right. So get to know me, right? Number one, so if money was not an option, what would you buy this instant? If money was not an option, what would I buy this instant? Yes. Um, it's funny because I came up with this question, but I don't know the answer to it. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think it's more of the fact that I know I want so many things. So the fact that money wouldn't be an, an object for it. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want obviously like the material stuff, like a nice house. Mm-hmm. over a cliff looking over la city um the nice cars um sports cars trucks everything that comes with that mm-hmm. um and then just be able to travel as well not necessarily just one specific location but mm-hmm. just around the world and just if i will wake up tomorrow and be like oh i want to be in italy yeah then all right i'll just go to my private jet and let's go for it but so you would buy the jet I would buy everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because money is not an object. So yeah, I would buy everything. Yeah. Oh, nice. I think I think for me, first, definitely either a loft or a complex or something down in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, LA County. I don't know. Either it's Orange, Orange County or Santa Monica or Venice or somewhere where I feel like it's going to be better for us. Mm-hmm. That's exactly, the, that's the first thing, definitely. And I think helping out um, our parents set up their futures would be another great thing f- that I can think of. Um, just, you never know. You never know what can happen. Right. Yeah. So I think that's a, that would be another another thing I would buy instantly with that money. Yeah. Your answer was, was very adulting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> I've had a lot of self-reflection the last couple of weeks. I'm all like, oh, I that. want this. I want that. I want everything. And you're like, I'll help parents. I'm like, oh, sure. I didn't even think about that when you asked the question. <laughs> and that's okay because at the end of the day, hey, this is your money. It's not. It's infinite. So later on, you can help your parents. I matter. think that's what my the thought was behind my answer. It's uh-huh. the fact that. I already took care of that prior for me think of that. Yeah. So it's more of, because again, money is not an object, right? It's what, what the heck do I want to spend or what the heck do I want to do? Or so more on treating yourself, more on treating myself because I know I already planned for first and foremost, my financial future, but then I helped my immediate family as well around me. So, and then this splurging part of it. Yeah. So, so if you're talking about splurging, uh, definitely condo complex something um, and just buy a better car. And not to say better car. My car is pretty, 
good. It's lasted us eight years. But see, that's, seven years. So that's my that's so my point like, right there. Uh-huh. Like your way of thought that you're thinking about that answer <laughs> is very adult. <laughs> it's I don't even want to say adult. It's just I guess you can say realistic. You're very you're being very realistic with that answer. So so you want me to open up my imagination? Yeah, that's that's what the question is for. It's it's not an mm-hmm. object, so don't don't put yourself in the box. Like, what would you if you had one billion dollars in your bank account right now? One billion dollars. What would you do? Hmm. Yeah, my answer is coming out very adulty. Well, definitely travel. I would say travel where I, the places that I want to travel to: South Korea, Japan. Um, the Philippines, uh, New York, even though it's here in America, like it's across the way, uh, travel, travel the places that I want to go to. And I think, I don't know, maybe buy myself a whole new wardrobe, reinvent myself. That would be cool. Yeah. And like I said, I don't know. I've never, this, this question on, okay. So just to be You're real, being very frugal. So the, to be very real. It's been go, go, go up until we sat down. So it's kind of trying to trying to get my thoughts in, in order to to get here. We're on the same, <laughs> we're on the same boat, buddy. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, OK, what happened 10 seconds ago? <laughs> but yeah, instantly I would. Yeah. Travel the world. Self-care. I think that's a lot. of. I would do a lot of self-care for mm-hmm. myself, um, whatever that in that form, whatever it is. Whether that is working mommy milk over a body. No, I'm just kidding. No, I can't do that. Too, I'm too chicken. But no, more like self-care of like, where do we want to go? Spend time to decompress, decompress, nothing opposed, <laughs> decompress, <laughs> <laughs> to decompress and regroup yourself and whatever, whatever in that form is. I don't know what that would look like, mm-hmm. but I think spa days. We've never been able to do that. I think that'd be very fun. Spa, spa week, or some sort of retreat where you're just with nature. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, that would be nice. that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess yes. I'm being I'm being very frugal with my answer. Um, just like I said, my thoughts right now were shifting a, a bit. So I think that's why it, my imagination wasn't really 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 open. Yeah, and like you said, you have your jet. I don't want to buy my own jet. I'll share it with yours. You're like, I don't want to share. I don't want to share. You're going to go by yourself. Yeah. (laughs) I do my own thing. You do your own thing. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) No? Okay. No. (laughs) So, yeah, that that would be, for me, that would be that answer for that. Um, But, yeah. What's the second question? So, question number two is, if you received $1,000 right now, what would you do with it? I had a thousand dollars right now. You received, not have, because we if have. If I received, received. one thousand dollars right now, what would I do? Um, I would want to go have a nice stay at a nice hotel. Uh, what's the one down south, Orange County, over the cliff? Oh my god, I forgot the name of the It's not Beverly Hills, right? No, 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 no. It's Orange County. Uh it's over the, the cliff and the one you stay at point. 
Dana Point. Um, no, I've never stayed there. Oh. Um, that would be uh, it's more of a resort, actually. So that, that would be something that where I would want to spend a night, a couple of nights mm-hmm. with that money and then have, a, obviously, nice meals there. It's more of the self-care part of it, mm-hmm. but in a very nice hotel. So stay at the nice and do the self-care along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I think I would want to rent a cabin. A cabin. But cabin, like where it snows. And I don't know if, I mean, I guess it's snowing in other states, just not here in California just yet. So. Um, like, yeah, we do get snow here. No, no, no. It hasn't started snowing. It's too early to be a snowy season. Oh. It, hasn't, it's, it's, um, it hasn't started snowing. So that would be the one that I can think of just because it's so pop, it's populated. It's like Denver, Colorado, Colorado, mm. like get a cabin out there. Kind of like the reel that you sent me mm-hmm. like that. I would want to really experience that just to see what that it's like. That was an AI video, by the way. That wasn't was even real. real. No, <sighs> it wasn't real. But the, <laughs> the, the theme of the cabin would it's nice. Yeah. Just because it's all window, but it's snowy yeah. and there's fire. And and I think that's what that thing that's what grabbed my attention was the fact that it was all window. Yeah. You can see the outside. You can see, I guess, your neighbors or neighboring homes and then the hills and then all covered in snow while it's snowing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so cool. I know there's places like that. I just don't know where, but I know things like that exist. Mm-hmm. But definitely do something like that to do that. To travel out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I think it's more, a little bit more of the self-care part of it too. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean. I think think during this time of year, that's what we think of a little bit more. I think about it all year long, to be honest, for me. I don't. I think this is where I gave myself grace, a lot of grace. These last, like, month and a half of the end of the year, I give myself more grace on, like, you don't want to do anything, don't do anything. Yeah. Take care of yourself a little bit because you've been at it all year. Well, and then it's it. also the your slow season at work, too. Yeah. So, yeah, quote unquote, because you're still busy, but it's not. I guess it's just less busy because a lot of people are taking vacation time during the holiday. So Correct. Yeah. it's not as high as demand yeah. with it. But OK, so let's uh, move on to more of the deeper questions. Um, and I love this topic just because, again, it's money mindset. So. There are going to be some questions that we're going to, it's going to take us back of, shoot, I never thought about this or, oh yes, I had those money beliefs and things mm-hmm. like that. And also some uh, things that we can implement in our lives mm-hmm. and that way we can have better financial or just better money habits. Correct. Yeah. Money habits. That's, that's something that uh, I think a lot of folks need. I know, especially for me, when it came to money it's something that I never knew how to get organized with it. Mm-hmm. I know I've always known how to make good money mm-hmm. and it's just money that would come in as money that would go out. And it's because I had those unhealthy money relationship with, mm-hmm. let me just spend, let me take out friends out and let me buy drinks for people and mm-hmm. let me buy meals and things like that. But now it's more of, how can I have more money to myself mm-hmm. to for us? Um, and at the same time, I still have those money habits that I, I mentioned, but it's more towards the business part of it. I'm not afraid of investing in my business. Mm-hmm. 
because I know that that's going to be in return temple. Yeah. So it's going to be. So you're a, shifting a the more. way you're utilizing your money and as well the way you think of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially when it comes to the, the business part of it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, then I got to invest it and I got to invest it because mm -hmm. it's money flow. So it's going to go somewhere. Yeah. It's not just going to stay stagnant. So it's, yeah. Yeah. So first question is what are some money beliefs that you had in the past that you have overcome? Money beliefs. I don't know if this is a money belief or more societal belief, but I always f thought that the people who earned a lot of like the most money here mm -hmm. would be the people who had higher positions at work, mm -hmm. which is true, but not true. Because at the end of the day, who are the people making millions of dollars a year? Business owners, mm -hmm. people who own businesses. Those are the people that are the ones making and having the lifestyle that they want. Right. Because at the end of the day, if you have a great if you have a great corporate job, more power to you and you love it and you're making great income. And, but at the end of the day, you don't have control over time. Yeah, you don't. So that's just that's just the reality of that. So I think that, like I said, I don't know if that's a belief or that's just a societal belief or something that I thought growing up. That's how it worked. Mm -hmm. You know, I never, I never knew or met someone growing up who was wealthy and, um, and once, you know, we got into the business side of it and we educate ourselves, we learned that, Hey, like, well, there's people out there who are making millions of dollars because they're actual business owners. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think it comes from the perception kind of like a store, like target, right? Okay. Target exists. Oh, the person who owns it owns millions of dollars or whatever. But since there was never like that connection, like someone owns that company mm -hmm. in my mind, it just never, it, I never thought of that. But I think growing up now, it's like, Oh, now I know how someone can become a millionaire or whatever, or, or, or have the lifestyle that they want. And my, where money, you know, may not be scarce to them either. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's one of one of the beliefs. And the second belief is it always felt like it was hard to earn money. But now I, I see it as like it's easy. It's easy to do it. And there's different op there's different ways now for you to make that extra income that you want or make it your lifestyle or do, start up a business. Like I never knew how easy it was to do that mm -hmm. until now. Yeah. And not till now, but the last few years of our lives, like. It really opened up my eyes to like, wow, like, like you said, it, it's going to come, it's going to go, but how can, how can you attract more mm -hmm. and how can you work a little bit more to, to, you know, to earn extra income on the side as well. So I think that's a second belief right there. Yeah. And it's, I just heard it last night too, again, because it's something that we've heard multiple times. It's. You will never, never grow your income if you don't grow your identity. Mm -hmm. So you have to believe in yourself, too, that you also are capable and worthy to earn the amount of money you want to earn. Mm -hmm. But if that belief is not there, then you're someone will always be that complacent employee that are okay earning mm -hmm. 60, 80, 100 K a year, mm -hmm. which don't get me wrong. I, I believe that's great income, especially here in the valley. 
Um, but people are just more worthy of that. Yeah. And if more individuals will re- would realize that, that they have the potential to do that, I think a lot of people would be more happier too. Yeah. They know your self-worth. Yeah. At the end of the day. Um, because at a, uh, any job that you're at, you're just a number and mm-hmm. they paid the position, not the person. Right. Because no matter what, no matter how great of an employee you are, the person on top of you is going to earn a lot more than you will, mm-hmm. ever will. And again, that's and that's just how a corporate is. Exactly. That's yeah. how it works. And mm-hmm. for those folks that are up there in those positions, like kudos to you as well. Yeah. You know, because you have worked your ass off to go get there, to get those positions, get, get promoted. Absolutely. Yeah. Get your promotions mm-hmm. and all that. But the point is, there's more to that. Yeah. There's more to that 250, 300K just because you're an executive or have a that type of director position. Like, yeah. you are more worthy of that. So I think it's also going to the third one is knowing your worth. Mm-hmm. That's a belief that I don't think I ever knew about or ever thought about up until the last several years that we like we learned about it. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, people are worth whatever they think they're worth. You know, and you're able to do that. You're able to, if you want to build anything, any business, any or any type of other additional income streams, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you believe in yourself that, you know, you know what? Yeah, I'm worth it because I am this type of person. I'm caring. I want to help the world. I want to I want to help my family. Mm-hmm. Right. At the end of the day. So I think that's you hit it like right. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. For me, that would be my answer to that. It's mm-hmm. more of the identity part that I started to realize. Because at the end of the day, I know you and, and your family have this too. And um, with my side of my family, it's my grandpa has always, from my mom's side, has always mm-hmm. been the, the entrepreneur of mine. Yeah. Like, he's always had his businesses. He's He built a legacy for himself and for his family yeah. that now it has been passing two generations because of him and now it's a generation that has that will be passed to me and i can pass that to my children as well Hmm. um but because he decided that he has that worthiness of it and Mm -hmm. the grit as well yeah for it you gotta work because a lot of people don't have that no a lot of people will have the idea or the the wanting to have that lifestyle but not a lot of people realize that you have to put good work into it. Yeah. And it's not great or hard work for the rest of your life. It's for a certain amount of time. It's and in the beginning. In the beginning, that's when you just blinders on, focus on what you got mm-hmm. to do, go for it 24-7, no parties, no holidays, <laughs> nothing like that. Just kidding. We, uh, yeah. yeah. There's some exceptions. There's just a, l- a limit to it. The, yeah, there's you, the you limit. May, you may not be able to attend everyone's birthday party. Or no Netflix and chilling every single night. No, like you can't. You can't. There's just you have to put in the work in order to see the outcomes. Yeah, and that's exactly that's exactly something that we've learned yeah. to do. Even now, like right now, had a long day. We still came home, did X, Y, and Z, and sat down and started doing this. That's putting in the work. And we have planning after this. And so. we have, pl- yes. So it's like, it is what it is, but I know this is, will not be our forever life. Mm-hmm. This exact fast pace. Yeah. Like fast, fast, fast. Next, like it's not. So what is the outcome? Oh, this is what we want to do is we want to build a business too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I think if people would combine that, the have the 
mindset of I'm worthy of earning more income in my life, mm -hmm. whatever that might be, yeah. whether it's at your job or start your own business, um, and also put in the work mm -hmm. behind that, then pss, the the sky is over the limit. Exactly. <laughs> it's not the limit. It's, no. Yeah. Because there's there's so much more space above this guy. So, exactly. but yeah, it's having those two combinations. It's it's game on. So, can I ask you a question mm. real quick before we move on? Is you said your your grandpa always had an entrepreneurial mindset, mm -hmm. and you said that about my grandpa as well. Mm -hmm. So, I'm asking you this: What? Why? Or maybe because I don't I don't know I don't know how you truly like grew up like earlier. So. Why was there ever an intention for you to become an entrepreneur before you started your, the business, the finance business? Yeah, actually. So what, 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 what were your ideas or what were your, your goals maybe? Um, I've always, and even now too, I've always wanted to own restaurants, being in the restaurant industry, mm -hmm. just because one, I love food. Yeah. Food is my passion. Um, and two, I love seeing people enjoying food mm -hmm. and be like, oh, this is a bomb meal. And yeah. to have the pride that, oh, I made the meal for people and they're enjoying it. Yeah. So that part of it, that that sense of reward towards me that I'm doing something for people. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, it's the building a business. Yeah. Building the business because I've seen what a business can do to, for family. Mm-hmm that they can have a more comfortable life. Now, there are some scenarios, and actually my my, grand, my grandparents went through this, where it was a lot of work towards them. Mm -hmm. But I also saw the positive part of they enjoyed time with family as well at their own time. When they're... Yeah. They, nobody told them, you got to clock in, clock out this time. Nobody yeah. told them, you got to ask me for permission so you can go enjoy a time with your family. Mm -hmm. Like nobody told them that. So they were there. They owned their own time. Yeah. So I always saw that. So subconsciously, that's the, the entrepreneurial mind that I was, I have, I was built as a child. Mm -hmm. um, and then they transfer into my parents where uh, my parents chose more of a secure way of I'm just going to get a job and that way I can provide to my family. Mm -hmm. I get nothing wrong with, about that. I'm super grateful for my, what my parents have given me, but I believe if my mom would have followed the same part of, mm -hmm. let me open my own business and whatever that might have been, mm -hmm. um, that would eventually help yeah. me as well. And the way she speaks, she still has that mindset. Oh yeah. It's just the execution part. That just has to be there on her yeah. end. Yeah. And she is older, so she is, you know, tired and she wants to relax a little bit more. So, yeah, right now I yeah. don't see her doing that. No, but, that the way she, but the way she speaks and the way she has talked about how she used to work and what she was to do, she ha always had that mindset. Unfortunately, she just never had the opportunity to open up her own business. Yeah. Here in the States. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's a good point, mm -hmm. actually, because back home, it's uh, she owned her own grocery store. Oh, see, like she, mm -hmm. she always, she always had something going on for her. Yeah. And it's because my grandpa instilled that mind into her into mind. Her, yeah. So once we came here into the United States, I think it got more of the 
comfortable part or not comfortable part. It's that I don't know how to do business now here because it's a different country. It's a, and it's a whole different country. It's a whole, and it's a whole different country. So, culture. And so let me just uh, get a job and then I'll just provide to my family. Correct. That yeah. way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know. That was a, that was a, a cool little segue. You know, we're not talking about money at that point, but we are a little bit. Okay. So how have your parents' money habits influenced your adulthood? Um, it was very, and there was more, this is more on my, my, uh, my father's side of it. It, it was more of, I'm, I'm earning money. And I'm going to be as tight as possible with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend it. I'm not, I'm going to keep it to myself. I'm going to try to save as much as possible because I'm afraid to let it go and it will never come back. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe because of that believe that was instilled in me, it made me more the opposite way. So you because you I it. saw it. Yeah. Okay. Because I saw the, I saw it in my household where it was, it was always my dad where he was very tight with money and yada, yada, whatever. Right. And there was always money arguments and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so because I saw that as a child now as an adult, I was like, screw that. I don't want that life. So yeah. I'm just going to blow up my money, like buy whatever I want, go, go eat wherever I want. Mm-hmm. So I did the opposite of that it, because it, I saw the effect of it, yeah. of money tightness. Oh, I can, I can really see that. Mm-hmm. Really, really see that. You're like, oh, that makes sense. Now. That makes sense. <laughs> Wait, well, when we met, you know, there were, you had your own habits. I had my own habits. And now we're kind of merging our habits. Um, so, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What about you? For me, um, I can, can I be honest? I don't remember. I don't remember any money beliefs that my parents had instilled in me. Mm. Um. One, because I really didn't live with them growing up. Uh, it was always we were moving around. Uh, the the time that I did, that I did live with my mom, especially, um, I I I wouldn't know. I honestly wouldn't know what to say. What habits she instilled in me? Because I think I just developed the habits of my on my own. Or whatever with whatever I saw around now, me. What habits were those? What, you de- what are the habits that you develop? So I think for me, it was just like you save money, you get money, you work for it, and then you save it for a trip or you save it for whatever you want to buy for yourself. Okay. So based on that, right? So you would mm-hmm. save money so you can go on trips, go buy, buy mm-hmm. whatever, uh, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. As a child, was it hard for you, your family to provide for you that way? Um, so if you wanted a new pair of sneakers, mm-hmm. what your mom, your dad, or your aunts or uncles, were they, okay, yeah, let me go buy it for you. Or was it more of, we got to wait because we got to save. So it was more, it was more, I never asked a lot because I knew it was either first the, you'll get it for when school begins or you'll get it for Christmas. So that was the routine. Mm-hmm. So like my mom would be like, I wouldn't ask. I honestly wouldn't ask for anything. It would just be like, oh, you're starting school. You need new clothes. Same thing with Christmas. What are you getting? What do you want for Christmas? Oh, I want this. Is Can we get it? She's like, oh, yeah. So I would get what I want. Mm-hmm. But then there was always clothing. 
provided. No matter what, I knew I was getting clothing for school. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I never, I never, I never really, I think, got anything, not from her. I don't want to say just her, but, like, I never really paid attention to how money was being spent and the scarcity of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just knew, like, you just don't ask for things. So I think now what I did, like, grow, when I... When I graduated high school and then I started working and going to college, what I would do is I would save money to like if I know I'm going to go like on a trip, maybe out of town, I mm-hmm. would save money for that. Or if I knew, for example, going to school, I was going to move out. I was trying to save as much money as I could, but possibly could because I knew I, I needed to move out to go transfer. Because it was more of, I know I can't really rely on anybody else except for my own. So I have to financially, like giving, financially, me, giving yeah. me money. Yes. Because mm-hmm. uh, um, for a great time when I lived with one of my aunts, there was like no really like charging for rent. Mm-hmm. But she would always say like, go to school, save your money, please. You know, and I did that. Mm-hmm. You know, I did that. And she, she, I would help with groceries. I would help with little bills here and there, but never like, a hey, you need you need to pay me a thousand dollars a month like mm-hmm. or five hundred or whatever. There was never that type of structure during that time period Mm. but it was like yes let me help with this or let me what do we need for the house i'll buy it like stuff like that i would i would help that way but it was never like you need x amount to pay me every month for Mm -hmm. it but i knew for a fact that at the end of the day still there was like i couldn't really rely on other people yeah when i moved out now of course things change uh when we met and we moved that moved out together that was a whole different scenario and reality and change that happened but yeah I, like i said i i wouldn't be able to give you a specific answer of a specific belief mm-hmm. but just from what i gathered throughout my life like okay so if you earn money you save it and you go on a trip because what else are you going to do with it mm-hmm. so i think that, and then i think now now my money habits are very different i like to save and i also like to i think i'm i'm right now I'm, a, I'm to a point where like if it's more of a self-care or more of a healthy reason to spend money all right i'll do it you're and invested I, on yourself correct and i'm not i'm not scared to do it like i'm not scared to spend like 30 bucks on a mouthwash like i am not scared to buy um what do you call it like skincare because you know, it costs us $150. Like, I am not scared of that mm-hmm. at this point in my life because I'm like, if I take care of myself right now, which I feel like I should have took, taken care of myself 10 years ago, mm-hmm. then things would have been a lot different, I believe, like health-wise. Health-wise? Yeah. But you know what? I'm still in my 30s. So what can I do right now? So when I'm in my 40s, I'm not dealing with certain yeah. health issues. How can I take care of my body a lot more? Yeah. So that's where I'm at at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's so true. It's I have not been noticing that too about our finances and how we spend money with that when it comes to health stuff. It's more of okay, yeah, let, like let's do it because we know it's a good investment into our body because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's we need our body for the things that we want to do in the future. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So like I said, I've never been i right now I'm not scared of that or like to, I'm not scared to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. So I know the holidays are coming up already. Yeah. And 
a lot of people like well, to shop around. Well, they're here. Well, they're here already. <laughs> I mean, uh, Christmas time and, and things like that. That's already a few weeks. By the time this airs out, it'll be a few weeks out. Yeah. Um, what are some of budget tips that you would recommend to people that are listening? Okay. So one of them is to start is to start saving. So, okay. So I guess every, everyone's a little different, right? So just in general, if this fits you start saving for Christmas months in advance. Um, why? Because when you, maybe you have a limited income, I don't know, mm -hmm. right? This is just a, a general tip is if needed. And if you could start saving months in advance for Christmas, Maybe start in July, half the year. Mm -hmm. Save a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Put it away. Don't touch it, because by the time you come to December, you have what? Let's just say six hundred dollars. Say if you you know you saved a hundred bucks, that's six hundred dollars for Christmas. That's not money coming out of your current sources of income, right? So that's already a help that can help you with gifts or holiday spending or whatever, whatever it is, food, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever it is during that time. So I think that's some, I didn't implement that, but I learned about it a couple of like weeks ago. Like mm -hmm. I heard it, like it reminded me like, Oh, you know what? Maybe we should have just to see like how, how, what kind of difference it would make in our finances. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's one definitely try to do that. And, uh, and number two is honestly, Look at, and I'm not like saying don't or do, but some Black Friday deals are real. And yeah. I say are real because there's some Black Friday deals that I'm like, you're Bro, literally. it's the same price yes. as last week. <laughs> exactly. It's the same price. Or what they do, what I've seen is they put the same price higher, but Black Friday deal is the price that it was originally. Oh, was. yeah. So if something a TV was five hundred dollars, they'll up it for Black Friday, like say it's seven hundred dollars, but now it's five hundred dollars for Black Friday. It was the same price last week. So, so what's good. the difference? Yes. Yeah. So it's more like that psych not psychology. They're trying to psychology yeah. scam you in a sense, or like tricking you. That's a trick because like at the end of the day, it's like the heck you. It didn't even. There's no deal there, but there are some deals when I when when especially on the sites that I like to go to, there were a lot of deals during Black Friday. I'm like, oh, I should have saved my money for this. And not spend it, you know, and not buy myself something early November. But I think that that can really help you in advance to really get the deals that you want. Mm -hmm. And you're still giving your your child or your, your parents or your grandparents or tias and whoever you're buying gifts for uh, what they want, mm -hmm. but at a discount. And there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. A lot of people do a lot of their shopping during Black Friday week and yeah. or Cyber, Cyber Monday. Monday. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think those two tips I would say, especially for the holidays, is to really one look at look to see if your what you want is a real deal for Black Friday, and also start saving. Mm -hmm. I hear I I know someone that they tell me like I buy gifts since June. Mm -hmm. They're like I started buying gifts since June, so yeah. all our gifts up until like December for my family members or my parents, I got them. They've mm -hmm. been stored away. Um, so that was something that kind of like, oh, it kind of prompted me. I'm like, well, if it works for them, great. Mm -hmm. I don't think it would work for me because my taste of things. Giving. 
Monday? Your taste of giving towards other people? No, no, no. Like my like say it was a certain shirt for someone. Mm-hmm. They might not like that color no more or something. I don't know. I have that idea because I think that's how I am. Mm. So I may like that shirt that month, like the color of that shirt. But then like later on, maybe I won't anymore. So are you shopping more because of you don't like something for them? Or is it because of them not liking them? Because it sounds more of. So it's not getting into my own head about yeah. it. That's what I'm saying. So like say I buy my dad a, a great shirt. Yeah. And a couple of months, maybe he doesn't no longer likes that great shirt. I don't know. That's just the way that I think. That's why I say I don't know if that would work for me. Mm-hmm. But if it works for you where you're like, oh, you know, I can start. I don't know. Say you have an Xbox and your child wants a certain game, Harry mm-hmm. Potter game. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if Harry Potter's on Xbox, but it is. OK, so if, if it is right and they want it for Christmas, but you know, but you know what? It's on sale in October. I'm going to get it in October and that and just surprise my child during Christmas. I don't know. That's like I said, it's just it's just a little bit different how everyone works. But yeah, if that works for you, do it. Yeah. 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 How about for yourself? For me, I think it's more plain and simple of don't buy gifts just to impress people. Mm-hmm. Don't buy gifts just remember. And I mean, the more older I'm getting, the more I'm like, I don't want to buy gifts for people now. Mm-hmm. Like even my family, I don't want to buy gifts for people except for like the children. Yeah. And I only say that because it's on my side of the family. It's just a little bit of children. My my uh, my niece and my my cousins as well. And that's really about it. Mm-hmm. But it's more of first, it's the stress of thinking what what am i gonna get that person Mm -hmm. are they gonna like it do i have even the money for it as well Mm -hmm. and then second is so that that mindset of like you say the stressor you have the money for it Mm -hmm. is that a past or is that a current Mm, i it's not really a stress for me okay on that part of it because it's more of it's more of the stress of having to worry what to get that person okay. because are they actually going to like it mm-hmm. and it's it's because we sometimes buy gifts for people mm-hmm. and that person might not even like that gift yeah and it's more because we're just wanting to impress them we're wanting to i want you to love me more i want mm-hmm. you to like me more and so here's a gift for you yeah but we don't have to be doing that mm-hmm. anymore we don't yeah, it's not required for us to do that. Mm-hmm. If I really care about that person, then I'm going to take you out to dinner or lunch mm-hmm. and I'm going to spend quality time with you. Yeah. I don't need to go buy you a gift. That way you can open it in the box and then uh, the next month you're going to forget all about it because you didn't care about it. Yeah. So that's your thought of the other person. So, ba- so basically like you don't you don't want to work. You just don't want to buy them something you don't they don't want. Yeah. First, I don't want to be stressed about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be like, so, I hate going shopping. Okay. So let's see. Let's start I with that. I hate going shopping, first of all. So he's I, not a Grinch, guys. Okay. I'm not sound, a Grinch. He sounded I'm, like a super Grinch right now. I'm That's not a Grinch. Like. I love Christmas. It's one of my favorite holidays. I love gifts. I love giving people that I care about gifts. And you love receiving gifts. And I love receiving gifts. That's one of my love languages. Gifts. Yes. However, I'm done with impressing people with mm-hmm. gifts. So more of the pressure. I'm done because of the pressure. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go to store shopping. If it's not on Amazon, I really won't go to the store unless it's groceries. And the, not even that. 
and not even that because you do the grocery shopping. Um, unless it's like something specific that I actually want, then I'll go to the store. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's not having the stress to go shopping for it, go to the store for that, not having the stress about are they actually gonna like it, mm-hmm. um, and not having the stress about of they're actually gonna use it. Plain and simple like that. Yeah. Because I I'm so, me at this stage of my life, I'm done yeah. trying to impress people when it comes to that. So let's let's go back. I'd rather go buy myself three more gifts just for myself. So then let's go back. Get. So your tip is to don't buy people gifts. Just to impress just them. Just to impress them. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's not that's that's interesting because I never thought of buying gifts to impress people. And I think I we th- just do it subconsciously, though. And I don't even think subconsciously. I think because you want to give them a gift. Yeah. And that's my point, though. I, that's because my point as well. It's we're trying to give someone mm-hmm. something. Okay, let's remove the impress part of it, right? Okay. It's more of because I care for you, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I love you. So, I want to give you something. But that's my point as well is what if that person doesn't really want what you're actually giving? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be better to just spend more quality time with that person? Mm-hmm. Go on a trip, go have dinner, lunch, whatever that might be, instead mm-hmm. of giving an object. Oh, okay. Now, that. if that person tells you directly, mm-hmm. hey, for Christmas, I want this. Yeah. And it's like your sister or an aunt or uncle or cousin, mm-hmm. whoever, right? And you're like, okay, yeah, like I can do that because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to impress you. I really care about you. I love you. Yeah. You're always doing something for me as well, whether it's like spending quality time or you're giving me a gift or something. Then, yeah, for Christmas, I do want to give you something. Yeah. But they also told you about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That That's I'm just saying it's interesting because I. I didn't know that i mean i knew that you didn't like to go shopping you don't like to do all that stuff Mm -hmm. but i never i've never thought of buying people a gift to impress them and i don't like you said maybe it happens subconsciously Mm -hmm. but i don't think i've ever done that to impress someone but maybe it's more of societal of like oh let me just buy you a gift because that's the norm that's the norm you're my family member so i have to buy you a gift No. And then for me, when it comes oh to... Oh, my like, God. Imagine if we would give gifts to your whole family. <laughs> well, not every... Well, no, we can't do that we'll to be everyone. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a huge... You have a huge family, too. Just not here. But it's just more of a... When it comes to, like, games. Like, I like those type... When we give those gifts. Or, like... Or like the like white, white elephant or... Like, I love those. Yeah. Just because it's it brings something to it. And like you said, even then we one we have one gifts that we in, end up not using. Right? That's another... Yeah. White elephants... Yeah, don't get me started with that. <laughs> Again, I love Christmas. <laughs> it's one of my favorite holidays. It's just when it comes to the whole presents part yeah. and all that. It's like so overrated. So, so if someone were to give you a gift, are you grateful? Absolutely. So do you like that feeling when someone gives you a gift? Absolutely. But I know... Okay, here here's the other part of it. Yeah. I know that when I have given a gift before, they haven't been appreciative. Let's see, it's okay, the, so it's the Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're being fake. You're in, you don't like it. Yeah. Just throw it away. You might as well just throw it away. Yeah. Actually okay. just give it back to me so I can return the gift. Okay, my money so back. see you've experienced that. 
yeah. I've never experienced that. You haven't noticed it. Or maybe I haven't noticed it. Yeah. I don't know. You haven't noticed it. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, oh, I was going to say, tell me who it was. <laughs> we don't get it. There's a reason why we only do kids. <laughs> See, and that's, that's, that's interesting because for me, it's like, I like to give gifts on Christmas because I like to be surprised on Christmas. Mm -hmm. No matter what it is, like I like to be surprised. And I think I've never thrown away a gift or not used the gift that I have personally gotten. So I think that's, that's my experience on that. Now, between you and I, that's yeah. different. Mm -hmm. That's different because I tell you what I want mm -hmm. and you tell me what. Well, well, and we just started last year actually doing this. Yeah. Where we just the made a list. list, the wish list, mm -hmm. where we make a list and be like, okay, this is my, out of 30 things, I only get five things. Yeah. Right. But this is my list. Just mm -hmm. surprise me. Yeah. So we started doing that with each other mm -hmm. because we like that feeling because we communicate of, hey, yeah. this is what I want. I'm going to be really appreciative because it's actually something that I'm going to be using, mm -hmm. not just the next couple of weeks, but for the whole time that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and see, like I said, I, I like to be surprised. And I think also because I don't, excuse me, I don't buy a lot of gifts throughout the year. So I think that's when I feel like, not I feel like, but that's when I want to be like, here you go. It's on gift. Christmas and here's the gift. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that's that's one of the reasons. So at least I like to be giving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, the and centers. there's a lot of folks that are just givers throughout the whole time. Yeah, that I know people who I'm gonna buy you coffee every single day, or I'm gonna uh, uh, buy you lunch once a week just because I wanna treat you out. Mm -hmm. And which someone that would not have a good heart mm -hmm. would take that as I'm going to abuse this person that way mm -hmm. because now I can take it, not abuse, ad, take advan advantage. advantage over that person now um, just because I know I can get away with it. Mm -hmm. But someone that is has a good heart knows that you need to stop giving mm -hmm. me that many things because save your money mm -hmm. for your family and whatnot and just use it on you. Yeah. Now, if you want to do it once a month, yeah, sure. Go ahead and do it, <laughs> but not every other day. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And I and I I've met people who are just givers in general, yeah. no matter who they are. That's just And you appreciate them because oh, you're yeah. a good person. Definitely. That's that yeah. And I'm not taking advantage of those people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I think that's where you're coming from, your aspect and your perspective. It's like you don't want to give someone something that they're not gonna use. And at the end of the day, you don't want people being taken advantage of. You basically summarize what I just said for 25 minutes. In and two like, words. Yeah. In, in, two, in, two, in two sentences. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever I just said in the past 20 minutes, just listen to that phrase right there. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's so last question. Can it, we change it just a little bit? Yeah. Do you mind? So knowing what you know about money now, what is the financial tip you should have started five years ago? Okay. Can you answer that question first? Yes. I would say start saving a lot more. Um, and two is be intentional with knowing your wants and your needs. Mm. And not so much like your need, like food, shelter, clothing. Food, I mean, like food, shelter, right? And clothing. Clothing well, is a need. Well, yeah, but like what I mean is like say, and I'm just going to be real honest, I have so many sweaters mm -hmm. and it's like, 
maybe I shouldn't find so many sweaters, right? Like on the aspect of like, ¿cómo te diré? So you're saying the Lululemon sweaters you should have had it in it last month? Oh no, I I wear those all the time. Just saying. No, what I'm saying is more of like, what is the intention behind a piece of item you're buying? Okay. There you go. That's that's what I'm trying to say. So it's like, what are your intentions when you buy something, and how long do you think you're gonna use them? Because I heard mm -hmm. that because people have said this: if you buy a fancy jacket mm -hmm. that you wear once a year, that's so dumb. Is it worth it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, is it worth it to spend that fancy uh, $200 jacket or $300, whatever it is, to wear it once a year? And I and it's crazy because when I saw this on, on, I don't remember what, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, I don't know where I saw it. But one of the girls was saying, okay, you're buying this $200 sweater. She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, how many times are you going to wear it? I don't know. Okay, think about it. Like, where do we live? We live in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. How cold does it really get in Los Angeles to really be wearing sweaters? X, Y, and how many months or whatever. So it's like they're breaking down the cost of what the item is. Because it, what happens is we buy so many, not expensive things, but like if someone buys something super expensive and only wear it once or twice a year, is it really worth it after wearing it for two times? Because you might not like it the next year. Your style might have changed. So I think for me, one of the things, like I said, the financial tip I should we should have started a long time ago, five years ago, was to save a lot more for our future and be intentional with what we spent to see how much we're going to actually be spending on the item or wearing the item or playing the item. And I'll just be real with you, coming from me, like my, what did I get? A Switch. Mm -hmm. I played it, but now it's been three months, four months that I haven't played it because of the fact that we're getting we're working so now it's like there's no time for that so then the intention behind it's like okay was it really worth it to buy that right mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm coming from my perspective of that so now you're looking now you really need to look for the intention whenever you buy something it's okay what is the intention behind this how many times am i really going to wear it and how or how much am i really going to use this item i would say that for myself my spending imposter no not imposter syndrome my spending identity mm -hmm. has been screaming this whole time when you were saying that <laughs> like what does that mean i don't know because what, what i mean by that is shoot if i want a jacket and it's 300 dollars and it looks cute on me and then if i only wear it for one time then hey i freaking rocked the jacket that <laughs> one night that's but that's my spending habit coming out and oh, okay, just okay. saying that because now that statement, obviously, if you're financially capable of splurging on yourself mm -hmm. that way, then yes, go for it. Because exactly. the, the right, the responsible financial person mm -hmm. that has that income, great income coming mm -hmm. in. 100, 200, 500, a million dollars a year coming in. The responsible person knows that I'm going to take care of what needs to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. Make sure I'm all my debt is play, paid if I have some, any debt. Uh, make sure all my expenses, my fixed expenses are being paid on a monthly basis. Uh, make sure I'm investing into my future, whatever uh, retirement account they're doing. Mm -hmm. Make sure they're, they're taking care of that. Now, if they have, I don't know. $10,000 at the end of the month that it's all discretionary and be like, okay, now it's my play money. Mm -hmm. 
if I want to go buy a $500 jacket and yeah, go, go ahead. But it's, it's having those responsibilities taken care of first. Yeah. So that's why I was like a little bit conflicted mm -hmm. because I'm like, no, but if I want to buy something, then yeah. go for it. But at the same time, it's, you got to be, make sure you're responsible with your shit first before you even mm -hmm. do that. So what's one tip you would, you would have started five years ago? Don't be a spender. Don't don't be anytized to what you were saying is just don't buy things that are not really necessary for you. Yeah. Don't don't buy something out of emotion. Mm -hmm. Buy something because yes, I can see myself utilizing it in the long term or like you said, wearing it more than one time. Mm -hmm. And not just for, for that time. Um and then just start investing at a much younger age as mm -hmm. well. That if I would, if I would known what I know now, back when I was 15 or 18, I would, I think I would have a better financial habit of it, of what I needed to be doing mm -hmm. with my money as well. Yeah. Cause it would have been already like a a routine. Yeah. In a sense, like a routine, uh, a non-negotiable of your money. Yeah. Your money habits. And you know what's also something important that I've noticed is if you're in a relationship with someone and they're not financially responsible as well, someone has to figure out that shit really quick. Mm -hmm. Just because the more longer it, it goes, the more debt you're going to get yourself into, the more money you're going to be spending. Yeah. 10, 15 years are going to pass by and be like, I've been working my ass off this whole time and I don't have anything to under my name or, yeah. or and not to show for to, it, but for yourself. Just like, yeah. To, to be like, Oh shoot. Like I have X amount saved for rainy day. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So and I think that's why you and I work well, uh, work out so well when it comes to finances, just because you're the more, more responsible mm -hmm. part of it. I'm more the lenient part of it mm -hmm. where, uh, and that's where we balance Everything yeah. else when it comes to the finances. Now, do you have your moments sometimes? Yeah. yeah. But then Always. I also have my moments where I'm the responsible yeah. part of it. And I think and once it, in a year. And it brings me back to um, there's been instances and, you know, just to show people how real we are. There's been instances where you want dessert. So you go get a dessert. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just say no. I just say no, because. When I get in those moments, I just get like, how healthy is this dessert really for my body? Right. Do I get it sometimes? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Do I have to get it just because you're getting it, even though I don't I'm not craving it or I don't want it? It's more of because I'm going to get it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's so easy just to say get something. yes. And yes. that's something that I've caught myself doing the last several times. It's like, oh, I'm not craving it and I don't want it. But then I call myself, too. It's like. You're like, hey, babe, you want to, you going to McDonald's, you want to McFlurry. McFlurry. And I'm like, uh, no. And then you're like, are you sure? And I'm like, ah, yeah, I just get it. But it's like, oh, I shouldn't have. Like once I eat it, I'm just like, I shouldn't have ate it. Like there was no point. Mm -hmm. I wasn't craving it. I wasn't craving ice cream or cookies, whatever it was. And it was just like, a, there was no, no, nothing positive came out of that. Right. I ate extra calories. I wasn't craving it. It was just not, and we spent money on something, even if it's five bucks, we spent money on something we shouldn't have. Yeah, that's expensive. For <laughs> so, ice cream. It, so it's like, 
so that's that's where I get into like my money psychology and mindset of things. It's like, what is the intention now? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the intentions of like behind something? Same thing with for me. It's been alcohol lately. Like, I just don't like. It's not my face breaks out. I'm sick the next day with just one drink, and it's like it's not worth it for me. Yeah, unfortunately. Do I have one? Sure. Yeah. Um, once in a very while. But will I like think now go to a club and get like? plastered no will i go to a family event get plastered i don't think so um has it happened the last couple of months sure it has um not to the point where i've gotten drunk but like i've had a couple but at the end end of the day the intention behind is like okay am i really am i really gonna feel good like the next day or or just in general like how how healthy is this for my body Mm -hmm. you know and i'm not shaming no one everyone can enjoy their life whatever they want if they want to go for it but just for me just i noticed even like thanksgiving i was just like super red and i was i broke out the next day and mm-hmm. it's just it sucks and you yeah. only had one not even one i didn't finish it oh you didn't finish it no huh? no yeah no so it's just like okay what is the intentionality so should i be buying alcohol for some even if i'm not gonna truly be enjoying it and mm-hmm. all this stuff so you know that's just one example for my end yeah. on that but yeah i think yeah yeah I, I like this topic it's 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 very interesting to see our different perspectives. I like the fact that we're comfortable talking about it now. And now we're sharing it to the world. And which now is we're sharing so, it. Yeah. So weird. Even, Not so weird. It's just so like whatever. Like it's a topic. We got to talk about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> if this is not something we would have been talking in the beginning of the year publicly like this oh, about no. finances. No, because it was still awkward. Yeah. It would still be feeling a little awkward with even within ourselves sometimes Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, we gotta talk about this. You ready? Are you, are you, you have your mindset ready? You're like, not yet. Okay, let's wait a week. I dread those. <laughs> I dread those. Yeah. So, what is your secret question today? Can you go first? No. You no. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of one. I don't have one. <laughs> I told you we've been on the go, go, go. Okay. So. So secret question is oh i'm having a hard time coming up if you don't that. have one you don't have one yeah i don't have one no uh-uh. <laughs> how important is it in a relationship from your point Ooh. of view to make sure both partners are in the same level when it comes to finances So you, you're saying how important in a relationship is it for both partners to be on the same level? Same level. Like they both have to be up here and have the same thinking. Is that what you're trying to ask? Or just balance each other. So how important? Maybe. So On one, the same page. On, on the, the same page. Okay, so that's a little on bit. The same okay, page. so I think it's important for each person to be aware of where they stand and get to and have the awareness of themselves to where they're at financially. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't know or you don't see your habits or you don't, or maybe you know you just don't do nothing about it, I think that's that affects your partner a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to... This is just a made-up scenario. Say a partner, I don't know, one partner doesn't, one person doesn't work, the other one does. 
But then the one that's not working is like spending on things that they don't need. And if that other partner that does work brings it up and there's arguments and fights about it, that partner that's spending the money that it's not necessary has to be okay with being having the awareness like, okay, do we really need this? Mm-hmm. And let me really think about it. Like, you know what? I am not bringing in the income. And it could be because you're a stay-at-home parent. Who cares? You're taking care of the kids. That's mm-hmm. that's a full-time job. So it's just more of, of the scenario of like, okay, if, if I need to be have the awareness of like, where can we meet each other to grow? Mm-hmm. Grow in the finances and growing your finances um, and in your mindset in general, because when you guys are not finding about money, it's a whole different marriage than when when more peaceful, more peaceful. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if there's understanding, there's compromises, both parties have to really respect that, too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you, both partners really have to be on the same page to grow and just want to be better. I think that's that would be my overall answer. They have to be okay with that growth in that. And you have to be okay with talking about money because mm-hmm. I know some, some partners that are not, I know some partners that have, that have different bank accounts and it's like, I'm not saying don't do that, but I just hope there's that understanding between both. Like, Hey, this is how we're managing our money. Mm-hmm. Right. I just, I just want partners, whether you're married or just moved in together or boyfriend, doesn't matter what it is. Just understand where you're both stand with your with money yeah yeah for me it's also to think about what's what are we wanting in the future as well Mm -hmm. because if we're just thinking of the now and we're just spending for this spending for that we're not really thinking about what's going to be in the future for us where we want to travel where we want to maybe move so if we want to buy a house. So also being in the same pay on the same page, uh, of what we're wanting up ahead, because then what's all the work for, Mm -hmm. what's all the effort for as well. And at the same time, you are going to save yourself so many arguments too. Yeah. Just because, and I'll say from my side with my parents, it was, that was the reason why there was always an argument. Mm-hmm. It was because money topic mm-hmm. and they both made their, their money separately. Um, but my dad was the one that it's my money. Hmm. And my mom was, I'm going to work so I can provide for my children. Yeah. And my dad was more of, I'm just going to pay the rent maybe get some groceries and maybe pay some bills mm-hmm. but i'm not gonna go take my children for this yeah. out for that i'm not gonna take my children for trips i'm not gonna it, it's so crazy because even like some scenarios it would be of we would go out to eat as a family mm-hmm. but my dad would tell my mom you're gonna pay for your own for your own stuff mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna pay the bill for the kids and myself Wow. Like that's hardcore. That that's how hardcore it was. So because I again I saw those scenarios when it came mm-hmm. to my my parents when it came to money like that, it was more of that's the type of shit I don't want in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I gotta make sure that once I I found my person mm-hmm. of okay, now I wanna build something with you, it's we're we're still gonna have some arguments about money, but it's not going to be to that level. 
where I'm going to tell you, you buy, you pay your own bill mm -hmm. when we go out to dinner and then I'll pay for, for mine as well. Yeah. Separately like that. Yeah. So it goes beyond the same page, beyond the, the same, uh, a level when it comes to that. And then just making sure you both have the same future vis vision of mm -hmm. what you're wanting to accomplish too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's a great perspective coming out, coming from a, something that was negative shown to you growing up. So yeah. So you really switched that, that up for yourself. And I think that's how, why I have that mindset too of, I'm very good at turning something negative into a positive. Mm -hmm. Like it's very rare for me to, unless it's like something hardcore, mm -hmm. but it's very rare for me to just stay on that negative part. It's, I always look for the positive thing. Even if whatever the circumstances is like, okay, is it a lesson? Is it, is it maybe a sign that I should have done? That is it mm -hmm. a blessing that that person got removed out of my life? Things like that. Yeah. But yeah. Nice. I like that. I like your answer. So my secret question is, dang, I guess I could have been thinking the whole time instead of listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to listen and really pay attention to what you were saying. Mm. Um, let me ask you this. And this is this this is a secret question. This is a dedication. Okay. When you are able to, right, financially, what is one thing you would like to do for your parent? For your mom. Not parents, for your mom. For my mom, once I'm financially able to. Mm -hmm. Um Haver explore more. Haver go on trips more. Mm -hmm. Haver visit family more. So she can have that experience. Mm -hmm. So it's more of, yeah, it's more of I want to be financially able for her to have different experiences in her life. Just because life is so short and something terrible can happen the next day and you can be in death bed and be like, shoot, I never got to do this. Mm -hmm. So I would want her to experience that something incredible in her life, trips, restaurants, people, things like that. Yeah. So experiences in general, just because I know that's something that she can internally take it in for her and then actually enjoy it. That's funny. That's funny. The fact that you're speaking about that, cause that was my answer. Oh. <laughs> um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that was no, it. That was yeah. it. So giving your mom experiences. Experiences, yeah. And I think that's that's something that I was thinking about. Because um, I started thinking about my goals for 2023. 20, 24. 24. 24. Not 2020. Like we're in 2022. I know. <laughs> 2024. <laughs> and, and I wasn't trying to limit myself on anything. But more on the... Ex more on the topic that you you said we said the question earlier, right? If mm -hmm. money wasn't an object, what mm -hmm. would you do? Um, for me to do for my mom is to literally just give her anything she wants, and it comes from it comes a little bit from you know how you have a well not you, not that you know how to have a child maybe you do with your sisters but your own personal child it's like I see a lot of parents give their child whatever they want. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm not saying that's right or that's wrong. That's your own personal perspective. I will have my own once we have our children. But I think coming from a son point of view, I think I will want to give my mom and my mother figures. I'm not going to exclude them at all. My mom and my mother figures because they have been there. Mm -hmm. Give them anything they want. Mm -hmm. In a sense, whether that's traveling whether that is going to a different country, whether that is going to a fancy restaurant, whether that's a, a luxury dress, a lux, super luxury purse, whatever they want, because it feels it. I know it's it's more materialist, like the material mm-hmm. part is like materialistic, quote unquote. But at the end of the day, if you if it's infinite, what it, your money, mm-hmm. right? And not to say it's not, but like. If your money is yeah, money is infinite. Yeah. Like you are able to provide whatever you can to your family, to those people, to your people, to your family. Why not give them what they want? Yes. So like that's that's whenever you're saying about the traveling, your mom, her experiences. Like that's exactly what I would want to give. Because my mother figure, right, one of my aunts, she travels on mm-hmm. her own and she's experiencing. I love that she does and that, and I love that she does that because that's something I want to do. You know, go to Mexico and. And I'm be honest with you, I am, I, I, I do have like a fear of, of traveling because it's like, I don't know, there's, there's a fear to that, mm-hmm. that I have about it, but outside of the country, mm-hmm. um, and she's not afraid and I love that, but what else does she want mm-hmm. that she can't provide for herself? I know there's something that she would want, you know, maybe not work for a whole month. Here you go. Yeah. Right. Here you go. Stay Let home. Let me pay your whole salary for the month. Let me pay your salary for a month. And yeah. you can take a leave of absence from work. Whether you go and travel or you just stay, stay home, home and do absolutely nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you just made a good point. And I think that's why we're both thinking about the same, like providing experiences, just mm-hmm. because I saw my mom that she was the type of parent that would always just give us as much as possible as she could provide. Mm-hmm. Not spoil. Yeah. Not spoil, but provide. Yeah. Provide good clothing, provide a nice backpack to take to to school, provide materials, that type of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy because now that I think about it, I would honestly sometimes see my mom with some like uh, worn worn down clothing Mm -hmm. just so we can have better clothes ourselves. Yourselves. Yeah. So because we've seen that, mm-hmm. not maybe not necessarily on that scale, but we have seen how our mother figures in our lives have provided so much for us and people that we know. It's mm-hmm. I want to give you that now. Mm-hmm. Like, let me help you experience something wonderful because you already broke your back doing that for us. So now it's me giving you that back in, in return. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. So yeah, that's that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Provide for my mother and my mother and my mother figures anything they would want, whatever that their heart desires. Yeah, because they deserve. They they earned it. Yeah, they put in the work, mm-hmm. and we saw it. So mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So this was a two-hour episode. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Definitely over an if hour. You're, if you're still watching, comment a little rocket emoji. <laughs> yeah, put a rocket emoji and if you're still watching or listening. Listening. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, way we yeah. know the troopers. Yeah. <laughs> like, but and, and again, this is why people that listen enjoy our conversations because they're just so natural and real. Yeah. 
And they're like, and it gets people to think like, mm-hmm. oh, shoot, yeah, I had similar circumstances like that. And mm-hmm. wow, yeah, I would want to do that for my parents as well. Yeah. Or what, what would I do with those thousand dollars right now? What would I do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, oh, some people will give it away. Some people will do self-care. Some people will buy glyphs, whatever it is. And this is a different perspective. Give it away. Hell no. <laughs> Just kidding. We do our charity. Okay, Grinch. We do our charity. <laughs> no, but that's nice. But yes, thank you everyone for watching. This was episode eight. eight. Sorry, money ready. mindset. Yes, money mindset. So it was fun. I really enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoyed it as well. Absolutely. So. And so we will see you next time. Don't forget to like, share comment on your favorite platform Mm -hmm. we appreciate every single one of you that is watching and listening and tune in for our next episode yes it's have we planned it we've planned it right the next episodes yeah episode nine (laughs) episode nine so next that that'll be the next one okay all right all right bye thank Thank you. you love you all bye